Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Have you ever wondered what it would have been like to sit at the feet of Jesus while he walked the earth, to have heard his teachings and to have been at the Sermon on the Mount, to have understood what he was saying in the original tongue in his surroundings? Well, my guest today says that by understanding the customs, the culture, and the context of Yeshua's time, you can experience a transformation in the way you understand your faith. She's a best-selling author, biblical scholar, and she's written a new book called Walking in the Dust of Rabbi Jesus, How the Jewish Words of Jesus Can Change Your Life. Please welcome Lois Tverberg. Hi, Lois. Welcome back. Great to oh, have you. Welcome. How, how long has it been? It's been a few years. Been about three years. About this time in 2009, I was here before. It well, it's great to have you back. Congratulations on your new book. Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, the last one, Wonderful. and uh, I'm really happy that authors like you are writing things about the Jewish roots of the faith, about mm -hmm. the Hebraic mm -hmm. roots. Mm -hmm. So let me begin by asking: You grew up mm -hmm. in a very Christian environment, a very Christian home. Mm -hmm. How did you mm -hmm. discover the Jewishness of Jesus and how did that change your life? Well, I'd say that I grew up in a devout Lutheran home. My grandparents were missionaries and my lots of uncles and cousins were pastors. I had a lot of Sunday school knowledge growing up, but it wasn't until I was an adult, I was, it was about 15 or so years ago, the lights started turning on and uh, a lot of dots started connecting in ways that s they simply weren't when I didn't see the Jewishness. It's awesome when the lights go on like that. Yeah. But you're telling me yeah. that you grew up in a Christian home, yeah. pastors in your family, sure. and you did not, you weren't taught about Israel and the Jewish people? Um, pretty much no. And if anything, how we did approach it was everything Jesus said was upside down and opposite of everything around him. And so it was kind of an excuse for not being interested very much in the people around him. That's why we have this program, Jewish Voice, <laughs> and why we need authors like you writing books like Walking in the Dust of Rabbi Jesus. It's a very interesting uh, title. Mm -hmm. How did you come about titling the book Walking in the Dust of Rabbi Jesus? Well, it uh, comes from a saying that is about 200 years before Jesus' time. Open your house to the rabbis and cover yourself in the dust of their feet and drink in their words thirstily. And it hints at or describes this reality that Jesus was actually a part of where there were other Jewish teachers wandering the land and teaching and people were exhorted to uh, have them in their homes, uh, show hospitality to them, and the most passionate people would become their disciples and they would walk behind them. The dust would fly up and you'd get all powdered with it. And so to be covered in Jesus' dust meant that you were a, an avid and passionate disciple. You were walking I love behind it. him. I love it. I love the idiom. Yeah. Uh, you, here's the claim you make, that the Jewish words of Jesus can change your life. Mm -hmm. the, the, mm -hmm. Talk about that, the Hebraic context, mm -hmm. uh, to better understand mm -hmm. the words of Jesus. I have found that 
when I've understood his words in light of the fact that they're part of a bigger conversation going on, that he spoke using Hebrew words that are full and overflowing with meanings, that he used idioms that sometimes don't quite make sense to us, or when he, uh, there were cultural aspects around him that simply don't translate if you just don't know his culture. You talk so, about Shema, about listening, which is a great Hebraic concept. Yeah. And then you also make the statement in the book that you, not only do you have to hear, but if you want to walk in the footsteps mm -hmm. of Jesus, you have to live out his words. Exactly. You, you, exp you um, stress mm -hmm. that in the book. Talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, I use some examples of where when you see his words in light of his context, all of a sudden his words become more livable. Uh, lines of his that just made me scratch my head. And I talk about how actually there was a huge conversation going on in the first century about judging one's neighbor. And they actually said some really good things that Jesus seems to have been building upon and using and bringing to a whole new level. Uh, one rabbinic comment was, judge every person with the scales weighted in their favor. And uh, the idea behind it is give people the benefit of the doubt. It, you'd say, well, well, it's nice, but it can be really powerful when you look for the best in others. And it reminds you a little bit of when Jesus says, with the measure that you use, with the scales you use, God will measure you. And so you see it, that there's a little overlap. Yeah, there's things that appear like to be contradictory in Scripture, and yet when yeah. you, but it, there isn't contradiction That's when right. you really understand it. And <laughs> going back to the Hebraic yep. roots helps you to do that. There's another Hebrew word you use besides Shema. <laughs> you use the Hebrew word, and I love this so much, chutzpah. Chutzpah. Talk about chutzpah. Yeshua <laughs> likes a little chutzpah. Yeah. Well, this to me was another aha moment, was to realize that we not only just have to learn about history and language, but don't forget that we are from a very different culture, and different cultures have different understandings about how polite you should be and how direct you should be. I come from the upper Midwest where people are very nice. They can't say when they don't agree with somebody. And uh, in Middle East, you're much more in people's face. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Oh, you, you hear uh, people yelling at each other in Hebrew, and then yeah. you find out they're agreeing. Yeah. They sound yeah. like they're arguing. It's so intense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chutzpah. Chutzpah. Yeah, chutzpah, it means, you can help me with this, brazenness or boldness. Sometimes it has kind of a Nerf. negative obnoxiousness. It's a little, it's almost over the top. It can be kind of a negative thing, but yet uh, Jesus tells not one but two parables where he's actually saying that people should have more chutzpah as they pray. There's the woman who pounds on this judge's door. The judge is supposed to help her and she's, she's, she will not let him rest until he hears her case. And there's this ironic comparison because God is so much not like that. He's the, he brings justice to the widows. And so uh, it's like almost a little humor there that if this lousy, awful judge can 
finally come to her aid, how much more if you pound on God's door We have with to prayer. press in. Yeah. I, yeah, I love the story of blind more. Bartimaeus who's told to get back and he shouts all, all the louder. Chutzpah, yeah, that's, nerve. Yeah, hey, right, we're running yeah, out of time yeah. and there's so much to cover in this yep. book. Let's talk about one more mm -hmm. uh, a point you bring up and mm -hmm. that is about studying the Word mm -hmm. of God. That if mm -hmm. you're going to follow in the footstep of Jesus, you have to study God's mm -hmm. Word. I, lo I love that. Sure. I have to say that my own background is in the sciences. I have a PhD in biology. I am a bookish kind of nerdy person. Not everybody's like this, but I gotta say that I really love to hear when I read one Jewish thinker say, study is the highest form of worship. Because when you study in a worshipful manner, not just to argue, but to say, Lord, what are you saying? That, you know, when you pray, you you bring your thoughts to God, but when you study, you let God speak to you. And I, I uh, love mm. the idea that by studying things that initially might sound a little bit dry, I, I, all of a sudden the Lord opens up these wonderful insights that make his word that much more precious and wonderful in your life. And it's, it's Jewish, the whole yeshiva yeah. idea of studying, mm -hmm. of devoting yourself to study, mm -hmm. but it's biblical also. Mm -hmm. Study mm -hmm. to show yourself mm -hmm. approved a workman to God that need not be ashamed. That's right. And, and Jesus expected it. That really blew me away to find out that, you know, Jesus quoted from his scriptures often and it seemed as if he was expecting people to have understood where he was, what he was pulling out and what he was saying. And, and let, let those that have an ear, That's let them right. hear. Lois, terrific. Thank you for writing this. Keep writing books about uh, <laughs> how the Hebraic roots can change our life because they can. Thank you so Thank much, you. Lewis de Verberg. <laughs> Lois's book, Walking in the Dust of Rabbi Jesus, will give you fresh insight into the Jewish Jesus and the Hebraic roots of your faith. So to be sure to get a copy of this book. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you. 